Hi, you're listening to another podcast that's being recorded at Red Hat Summit 2013 at the Highest Convention Center. I'm joined by my erstwhile hetero life mate, Reese Oxenham, and also Perry Myers from the RDO OpenStack team. Introduce yourself, guys. Reese first. Yeah, good morning. Uh, my name is Reese Oxenham. Uh, I'm a cloud solution architect based out of uh, London in the United Kingdom, and uh, I've, I've been on a few podcasts with Richard before, so it's a pleasure to be back. Hi, my name is Perry Myers. I'm an engineering manager at Red Hat, working primarily on Red Hat OpenStack and the RDO community. Excellent. So RDO launched six and a half weeks ago now? Yeah, it was in uh, early April, around the time of uh, OpenStack Summit in Portland. Okay, and we all went out to Portland. We did. And it it was weird for a, a conference because for the first time ever, these were people who were actually deploying and provisioning in real life. These were doers. These weren't people turning up with a plastic bag to get swag. These are people who actually had, you know, understanding of what OpenStack actually meant to them and wanting to go to the next step. Yeah, I think that's a contrast from the prior OpenStack summits that I've been to. You know, we had some really good keynotes from people who are actually using OpenStack. You know, we had one from uh, Nate Burton from the NSA, and there was some stuff from Comcast as well. And I think it's really showing uh, good adoption. And sh- and there's really good feedback from the community now, and I think that's what needs to be driving OpenStack in the future. Um, it's not just about developers doing what we think is best, but it's about getting feedback from the community to, so we know what to, to implement. So what were the key takeaways from Portland. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I that I took away was things like software-defined networking was huge. You know, the whole Grizzly release was huge, but it was also the f- day one was everyone was dancing around each other without really communicating. I think the guys in Rackspace looked at Red Hat. There was no level of trust there in the room. But by the end of the conference, I mean, everybody was trying to put the world to rights. Well, well, yeah. I mean, we talk about the Rackspace relationship. I mean, from an upstream perspective, uh, we work hand in hand with them. So, you know, even though uh, maybe across the room in the uh, when we had our booths, maybe we were looking at each other like that. But there's also, you know, we're in these uh, design summit sessions, and we're all hand in hand working on the, the same components. Yeah. So, I think um, software defined networking and quantum uh, OpenStack networking were two really big uh, topics at summit. But what I also saw was a huge interest in um, the Heat project. Yeah, I was about to say, Steve Hardy and the guys there, they really came away as the rock stars of the show, didn't they? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we had good presence from Red Hat there. And I think more importantly than presence from Red Hat on Heat was also the fact that we had presence from other co- companies and community members on Heat. And so the Heat project has now evolved from just something that Red Hat started to do orchestration in the cloud and is now something that it was formally incub- incubated and integrated into OpenStack. And it's in the Havana uh, timeline, it's actually integrated now. I did a podcast with Steve about seven or eight months ago, and we, we were sitting down and talking about the importance of Heat. And I think now it's just become ubiquitous, hasn't it? Heat itself has yeah. become ubiquitous? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's actually being used in the Triple O project to mm-hmm. orchestrate OpenStack itself, which is pretty important. And we're seeing usage of Heat um, outside of OpenStack. So uh, basically, you might have an OpenStack cloud already implemented, and it's not, um, it, it doesn't have Heat in it already because maybe it was based on Folsom. Mm-hmm. And so you might want to use Heat from the outside to orchestrate into it. And so that's another area we're seeing Heat being used to. Okay, Reese, you attended in Portland. And I think we, I bo- we both came away. I, re- I remember sitting in the airport in Portland when we left, and you were, you, I think you were absolutely shattered just because it was just, there was just so much to take in, wasn't there? Absolutely right. And I was just amazed at the attendance, the amount of people that were there, and for you know that sort of conference for it to sell out, I think is just fantastic. And 
you know, I tried to attend as many sort of technical presentations as I could. Um, I think it's a fantastic opportunity to learn from the guys that are actually deploying this on the ground. Mm. And trying to get a seat was very difficult. Often, if you if you weren't in uh, weren't in the room, you know, ten fifteen minutes before it, there was no chance you were going to get in. And that's just you know fantastic from a community point of view, just to show how important OpenStack is and you know what the adoption is looking like. But uh, wasn't so great for the people that were a little bit late. So, what's it going to be like in Hong Kong? I wonder. I think it'll be pretty crowded. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the attendance might be a little bit different because we'll be in the you know Asia Pacific area, and so maybe we'll have lighter attendance from say North America. Right. But I, I think there's a huge contingent of people interested in OpenStack, you know, in Asia Pacific. So sure. they'll make up the difference. RDO is really becoming a very well recognized building block of how to get to, to a community supported upstream. Talk to me about RDO. So RDO is um, our idea of creating an upstream for OpenStack on top of enterprise Linux distributions. Um, you know, there wasn't really a, a good community around that. I mean, upstream OpenStack has a great community, but it's not uh, distro-specific. It's supposed to be distribution-neutral. So we wanted to provide a forum for people to, who are specifically using OpenStack on things like Red Hat Enterprise Linux and even on uh, clones like CentOS and Scientific Linux mm-hmm. so they could get good community support you know, on things that maybe aren't OpenStack-specific but are platform-specific. Okay. I mean... I wouldn't say it's put other distributions' nose out of joint, but at least it's given us the ability now to have this platform of choice, which is always and everywhere the latest, greatest versions of signed packages. You know, everything just works. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, a lot of people were having problems. You know, one was getting packages built timely on top of the latest development releases. So, for example, um, we're starting to build uh, RDO Havana packages now, even in the milestones. And we're getting to a point soon where we're going to be able to have RDO Havana nightly builds Mm -hmm. so that you can always be on the bleeding edge of things. Um, And then the other thing to your point about getting the right packages, you know, some of the because you're using enterprise Linux and it's a stable platform, um, there's some advanced features that you might find in Fedora that haven't made it back to RHEL and CentOS and so forth. For good reason, though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're things that haven't been through enough testing yet to be considered part of a stable enterprise platform. Yeah. But we try to include some some of those packages in RDO itself. So that if you want to try out those features, you're not hampered by it, and you're not necessarily needing to use Fedora to get those features. I think also for companies who want to start thinking about uh, about having RHOS in, in in their architecture in their enterprise as well, RDO is a great place to start. Yeah, and in fact, we're using RDO to, to push that. So, um, like I said, we're building RDO Havana packages right now, and we really look at RDO Havana as being the preview of what will eventually be ROS 4.0. So, you know, if you're interested in using Red Hat OpenStack, you should start by taking a look at RDO, try it out, see how it works, and then, you know, eventually you get to a, a point of comfort with it, and then you can move to Red Hat, uh, Red Hat OpenStack in a fully supported manner. Looking at the forums, they're very busy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of questions. I mean, OpenStack still has a lot of rough edges, and so yeah. I think what we're seeing on the forums are some of those rough edges being smoothed out. But we have really great participation from community itself as well as um, a lot of people at Red Hat so our support organization trolls on those forums and we have engineers over there so I, I think we've got some pretty good uh, back and forth going on when you first got involved with what we, what would become RDO did you have any idea how big it would become so quickly yeah I think I, I like to say I do okay. <laughs> um, I think we saw a huge uh, need for this right it wasn't like people were saying oh we don't want to use OpenStack on top of enterprise Linux and so we were filling a hole that existed. And I think when you fill a hole, you naturally get people flocking to it. Okay. And RDO is sitting at the end of the table, for those that don't know. Reese Oxnum is Reese 
David Oxnard? It is indeed, yeah. Um, I'd like to claim that I've had that uh, nickname or uh, alias or handle for many, many years before the release of RDO. And, and you are uh, RDO on the RDO forum as well? I am indeed, yeah. I made sure so I claimed so, that straight away. So you are not a bot. You, you no. are a, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You are a life form, not a bot. Absolutely right. Okay. You know who to play now. Perry, it's been great having you on the podcast, Reese, as well. Thanks Thank for your time, guys. Thank you. Thanks very much.